Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good and I'm sure some of you might be um, apprehensive to hear or interested or curious or concerned or all many number of things or you might just be listening because a new podcast is being uploaded. <clears throat> if you are wondering what on earth I'm talking about, I raced on Saturday, raced well. Um, I think I, I showed myself and um, anyone that was interested that, you know, lockdown training hasn't been too bad. You know, there's been ups and downs. There's probably been a week or two window where if the race had been four or five weeks ago, for example, when I was doing all the biking and, and much more structured training that I potentially could have raced faster. But all in all... And what makes racing so unique and not like training is that you cannot just pick your best week of training and and decide that's the week that you want the race to be. You know, you have to roll with the punches, you have to roll with the good weeks, the bad weeks, whether it's illnesses, injuries, whatever, whether it's motivation, whether it's a lack of motivation. Races, you're given a date and on that date you've got to perform and that's it. So... I thought that was pretty good. Um, all things considered, I was happy. I think one way or another, I got to draw a line through the last 16 weeks or whatever and say, right, that's what happened in the last 16 weeks. That's the race result, which ended up being a PB. Um, I've obviously ran faster on the track. I've ran 28.34, so I've ran 26. Um probably like 30, 40 seconds. I've ran 40 seconds faster on the track. But I, I in that race, I think I was about fourth place. And I spent the whole race in the middle of a pack. Um, so, look, <clears throat> that was great. Then Saturday afternoon, I went for beers and I had way too many. Um, you could be looking at eight or ten, maybe more. I don't know. There was Jaeger bombs, pints of Guinness. Um, yeah, and on Saturday night, Sunday morning, early hours of Sunday morning, I don't know, I, I, to tell you the truth and to be quite honest, I can't remember, um, I woke up Sunday morning about 10 o'clock and seen that at 4 o'clock in the morning, the early hours of Sunday morning, I tweeted that I'm retired, um, it, it surprised me, it didn't, it didn't surprise me um entirely and and that's probably what I'll talk a little bit about on this podcast because um there had certainly been dark days there had certainly been frustrations there had certainly been the realization that actually we were supposed to already be in Japan and things like this and um there was frustration around lack of races and and actually when you when you ultimately roll everything back you roll the layers back and and you start to you understand there's a frustration you understand all these things but when you roll everything back and you roll the layers back and you and you you try to dig deep into what what the fuck's going on here like i know what you're saying is going on i know what you're saying out loud you can even tweet about it you can talk about it but what the fuck is actually going on what what has got you to this place what's got you to a place of um, and it's not just eight to ten pints of Guinness and some Jaeger bombs. Alcohol just 
boosts everything and amplifies everything, you know, like happiness becomes super happiness and then sadness becomes super sadness. Um, and it just escalates. It makes it really dramatic. And I'm a fucking terrible drinker. Like, I don't handle it well at all. I can I can consume a lot of alcohol, but I don't. If you actually to be to be able to say that you handle alcohol would be that not only can you consume it, but you don't make stupid decisions or say silly things or or announce a retirement at four o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning. You know, I do not handle alcohol well. That's a fact. Um, so look, when we roll back, I've talked about about this on the past on the podcast and. You're using COVID as an excuse. You're using a lack of race as an excuse. And, and you're, you're throwing a pity party every day because of this excuse. And you're just not taking care of your business. And that's, and that's sometimes what frustrates me the most. And, and when I was speaking to Gary, Gary Longwell today, my sports psychologist, and we were going through all this and, and we sort of talked about it. Like, I, I wonder what is going on. And I was like, you know what, Gary? If I break up with somebody, right, or they break up with me, it's not linked to sport, right? I, I, I end a relationship with somebody or, or they, they dump me. It, it doesn't matter in which order. Um, and, and a month later or even, even a week later, even a couple of days later, I'm not usually sad that the relationship ended or that, that's not usually what I'm thinking about because I think if people break up, they break up because it, there was a, a lack of compatibility. Usually what I'm sad about is my behavior at the end. You know, did I, did I conduct myself in a good way? Was I a good man? Was I a strong man? Was I, was I sensitive when I need to be sensitive? When I was compassionate when I need to be compassionate? Or was I a little fuck? And did I react emotionally? Did I, did I criticize? Was I rude? Was I nasty? And I've been very, very terrible. In those situations, usually there's rudeness, usually there's nastiness, bad words, like hurtful words, hurtful comments. And it's a real tough time. Let's be honest. Like we all we all been there. We've all been through that. We've all had our fair share. I usually get upset with myself that I didn't handle myself in a way that I, I, I think a true gentleman, man, whatever you want to call it, the, the man's man has to be a man. And I'm not trying to be sexist here. I'm just trying to say, I want to be that guy. I want to be that guy that makes, like, in that scenario that we're talking about, makes a woman feel safe, makes a woman feel respected. You know, it ends on good terms because life's way too short for things not to be to end that way. There doesn't need to be rudeness, doesn't need to be nastiness. It should end like that. Now, I've been in situations where I've had women punching me and key in my car and I've been in, I had some wild breakups when I was, uh, when I was a kid. Um, and I used to just say nothing and then I'd get home and probably get annoyed about my car being scraped and send like a nasty message or, uh, we're not talking any physical nastiness here, by the way. This is all, um, rude comments. But anyway, now I'm going to bring it back to running, right? So why, I'm upset right now is because how I've conducted myself. People can be impressed by Saturday. I have not tried. I must be eating cheeseburger and chips four or five nights of the week. I'm, I'm only running once a day. I haven't done my S&C. I'm injured. I have a hip injury and a glute injury. I felt it in the warm-up. 
I couldn't warm down because of the glute injury. And when I see the physio and he asks me, have you been doing your exercises? I say no. When I speak to the gym coach and he asks me, have you been doing your exercises? I say no. When I think, have I been doing any yoga whatsoever? I say no. When the nutritionist calls me to catch up on my nutrition, I don't answer. I'm being a fucking flop. A real fucking flop. And there's, there's fucking anger in that. I'm angry. I'm angry at how I've conducted myself. I'm not angry at COVID. I'm not angry at the fact that there's no races. It sucks, right? It sucks. But, but it always sucked. We couldn't control life. We couldn't, we couldn't control what was going on around us. We could only ever control what we were doing. We couldn't control the weather. I couldn't control 18 miles per hour at Houston. I couldn't control an Arctic freeze at Houston the year before. Couldn't control it. All I could ever manage was what Stephen Scullion was doing. And I feel like my podcast listeners and the people that support me and my governing bodies, Athletics Ireland, Athletics Northern Ireland and Under Armour, they began to love the professional, the guy that conducted himself well, the guy that trained well, lived well, slept well, dedicated himself to something that was bigger than than just my results. You know, I, I dedicated and committed myself to something really special. This this journey, this let's let's make the Olympics. Let's let's do something really cool like that. And and recently I've just flopped. And that's okay, right? So there's anger and I and there is a bit of anger, but that's okay. I, I can get over that. But I want people to know it's not COVID. It's not races. It's not lack of races. I only ever get upset about the way that I handled situations. And I've handled COVID, not terribly, because I still raced okay, but you should not be impressed by that because this is the thing now. We're, I ran 29-14 10 years ago, 10 years ago. And I got to tell you, I ran that before, you know, changes in the sport and, and technological changes. I ran that as a 20-year-old kid. Um, and, you know, in a pair of Adias Adios, I think, at the time, or cool shoe back in the day. Um, you should not be impressed by Saturday. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed one bit because I'm not impressed one bit because I'm limping around with an injury because I've not been doing my strength stuff. I'm not impressed one bit because the, the risk of injury in that race was very high because I've not been doing my yoga and my SNC. I haven't been. I'm normally I normally stand on a start line knowing I'm going to race really well and knowing that my body's going to come out of it really well. Saturday was very risky. I'm sitting with a physio on Friday afternoon, getting needles, getting dry needling in my back because my body's in a real bad way. Dry needles in the back. He wanted to do the glute and the hip, but because I was racing, he didn't. And that's not good. That's not professional. That's not Stephen Scullion. So Saturday night was about me. That was about me being pissed off at myself, me not feeling worthy of what I'm supposed to be doing, me not feeling that I was trying, that I was appreciating, being grateful for the opportunities that I have. It was about me. And 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 a lot of people ask me, am I okay? And and things like this, and of course I'm okay. You know, I'm I don't I don't dwell. I don't, you know, it's almost it's frustrating for people around me because, you know, even even when I have phone calls with like the governing body or I have phone calls with the psychologist and 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 literally I I come on the phone and I've already moved on and I've already put some form of master plan in place of how I'm going to go and run my best race ever and run PBs 
maybe in September for a half marathon and, and maybe even a, a PB in the marathon in, um, in October. And, and, and bless the people around me. They're probably like, mate, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't two nights ago. Oh, someone's driving a bit dangerously. It wasn't two nights ago that at 4 a.m. you were, you were, you were planning a retirement and, and here you are. You know, like, now you've got some master plan in place and you're, you know, you're, you're gonna, and that's, that's just what I do. Sometimes it needs that big, like, explosion and that's fine. Like, you've just gotta roll with the punches sometimes on that. But, like, it's, it's just, sometimes, yes, it's a bit harsh for the people around me and I feel sorry. And, and, and there's an apology there. But I, but I'm not perfect. You know, I, I'm, I'm far from it. And whether or not that makes things, more relatable potentially for me i i don't know i can't tell you um i i don't know there is an apology because you know like i'm sorry if it frustrates people and um like i'm sorry if you know i i know people are invested and you know i'm sure it wasn't nice to wake up to that and 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 confusion and things like this but you know I think what will eventually make the career special is that I can tell you guys, I show some of my vulnerability, but there's, there is a lot of vulnerability, but there's also a lot of passion and a lot of emotion and a lot of investment. And, and it'd be really hard for me to retire. I got to tell you, even if I really wanted to, and I thought it was what was best for me, but I thought about the the logistics of retirement and I, I have been thinking about it. You know, I, I've I've been trying to put things in place behind the scenes that that it, that uh that it's some some form of retirement or transition into life could exist. It's not easy, you know. I, I'm in a I'm in such a lovely position right now that within the sport, within the sport that I really do love. I mean that I really love running, and I admire what it takes, and and I I really respect what it takes to be good. But I also have time. So I have time to work on my running, trying to be I, I came up with a plan today with Gary, sports psychologist. Um we're going to put far more I've lost my, my house keys. We're gonna put far more controllables in place. So the goals that we're gonna talk about are going to evolve around you know, potentially there's going to be races that are going to pop up that, you know, we can get involved with. And that's awesome. And that's really cool. And I'd be really excited about that. But actually what we need more of is goals that like, like we're not relying on the organizers of X race to try to get X race to happen, like so that it helps my motivation. Actually, we are relying on me just doing the training and, and, and my goals might be maybe less about PBs and, and more about like being fitter than I've ever been before or my, my physiology being further ahead than it's ever been before. Um, how did I lose my car keys? Oh, there they are. Happy days. Look at that. That's fantastic. Um, yeah, so that, that's something to think about. One part of the conversation today, sorry, I was distracted a bit, so I definitely wasn't podcasting well. Um, part of the conversation was we need, we need less disappointments. We need less. 
yes, let's train for London Marathon. And, and then in two weeks time, you find out London's cancelled or, you know, yes, let's train for the coastal half marathon. And, and then you find out that it's cancelled. And me and Gary used to do a really good job of figuring out what it is that derails me. And then what we would do is we would put uh, almost like, you know, you can walk into a store and you can buy body armor. We fucking had head armor. We had armor in place and we had plans in place that the stuff that used to, whether it would fuck me up a bit, whether it would derail me, we didn't allow it because we had, we had like coping mechanisms in place to, to deal with it. And recently, the last four months, um, I just haven't been working on it. I've let it go. I've let myself go. I've let that professionalism go. And, and so all you're seeing is a less professional version of me. There's still that passion on, on some occasions. There's still that discipline on some occasions. But it's building, it's building, it's building. And then it's leading to me making decisions like not doing the yoga, not doing the S&C, racing, being hurt because you're not doing and it's a downward spiral. If, if, if I was to project my trajectory now, my trajectory is just going down. It's not going up towards the Olympics. And, and that's not the kind of athlete you want going to your Olympic Games. I can tell you that right now. You want, you want the best Stephen Scullion there's ever been to potentially go into the Olympics for Ireland in one year's time from now. And that's what you're going to get. Now, you, I might have had to go through a shitty time. I might have had to consider retirement. But the second I make a decision that that's... I fucking melted my dairy milk bar. Oh, I'm ripping. Sorry. The second I make a decision that that's it, back on it, no more fucking... I don't even need to go into the details. But I've already made decisions that is a sacrifice for me... It's a sacrifice for, you know, potential financial earnings. But when me and Gary used to talk, we used to ask simple questions. The decision you're about to make, the choice you're about to make, is it going to help Stephen Scullion prepare for Tokyo 2021? If the answer's no, you're not going. You're not doing it. That's it. And so that's, that's the code. That's the standard. I'm going to be back. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's where it's at. Any, anything that's coming up, if it's a decision to make, if it's a choice about training, if it's a choice about a race, if it's about potentially doing a race, if it's about potentially doing a, a web design project with work, if it's about doing another, I told you guys I was working on this exciting project over the next couple of weeks in Ireland. If it's not going to help the Olympics, it's gone. It's deleted. And that's the choice. That's the sacrifice. So when we, when I decide to retire or not retire, these are the things that I need to think about. I need to decide. I know what it means. I know what it means when I say, okay, that's it. I'm not going to retire. I know what it means. I, I know that it means more dedication. I know that it means I'm going to have to make sacrifices. I know that it potentially means, you know, less dating, less relationships, because sometimes I struggle with dating and relationships if they don't understand running and they don't get it and they don't get the lifestyle. I know what it means. But when I woke up and I didn't even know, I, I, I can tell you, I totally forgot I had even tweeted something negative and 
I had to deal with the shit storm that it created and I was so hungover. But I sat there and I thought, is that what you want? Do you want, do you want to be retired? Because if you do, you've done it. You know, just, just now deal with it. Just, just tell people, that's it. You're sorry. Thank you for supporting me. It's done. But what made me stop was the fact that I thought, if in 12 months time, I have to watch you know, it hurt me in Rio when I had to watch the boys go to the Olympics. I, I was proud of the boys, and I, I'll always be proud of runners because I know how tough it is, and I know I know the sacrifices, and I know farewell, the injuries, the setbacks, the everything. I was proud of the boys, but it hurt me that it wasn't me. And and I'm far closer now than what I was then. I I, I wasn't even – I was a debut marathoner back then. You know, I, I, I had no right to even – think I should have been on that plane, you know, versus boys that were seasoned marathoners and, and, and stuff like that. But I still did. My ego still told me that I should have been on that fucking plane if I hadn't have torn my quad. But it was my fault I tore my quad. So, you know, it is what it is. You didn't go get over it. Um, but that's what it came back to, guys. It's that simple. I decided that I couldn't live with myself in a year's time watching a team potentially, you know, bored planes to go off to the Olympics. I'd have to see photos all over social media. And I just thought, not only could I not live with it, I just think, I think there's a special, special result when I figure all this out. That's it. So I'm going to leave you with that. There's an apology. I am sorry. I mean that. You know, I I, I know it, it might have caused a bit of, and I'm okay. You know, people that got in touch and said, are you okay? There's a lot of our UKs and there was a lot, is there anything I can do? And I guess sometimes I just wanted to write back, well, you know, you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't get in touch with whoever fucking created COVID and <laughs> tell them to fuck away off. But, you know, or get in touch with these marathons and tell them, come on, get these marathons back. Um, we can't help what I'm frustrated about at the minute, guys. You know, I can help it because a lot of it's myself and my own actions and how I've been conducting myself and I'm planning to. I've got my yoga mat sitting on the couch right now. I'm going to hoover the apartment and then I'm going to do some yoga because there's no point talking about it. Action. Need to start effing doing it. Sorry for swearing so much. Um, and that's it. One day at a time, you just get back to I do have a bit of an injury, so I can't just like jump straight back head first, but I can certainly get on the bike again probably from you know, tomorrow, I'm going to eat good tonight, I had a lot of needles at physio today, so a lot of dry needling in my glutes, in my hips, and in my back, and that hurts a lot, and it's probably going to hurt a lot tomorrow, um, but look, I, I hope guys, this is, this is, give you some insight into where I'm at, um, and, and, and I hope you guys are okay. I, I, I hope I haven't burned bridges with my listeners. You know, I hope people don't just think, fuck him. I'm not listening to that shit no more. Um, and I hope it's more positive from here. I can't make promises that it's always going to be positive, but you know, life sometimes is about just keep fighting. You know, even if you think about giving up and even if you half give up, you've still time, you know, you can go back on it. We don't need to be stubborn. This doesn't need to be a, a stubborn world, so to speak, you know. You're allowed to make mistakes and then you can you can redecide. But if you see it through and it was a mistake, shame on you. So take care guys. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.